Welcome to the Untaming Femininity Podcast. I'm Migina Gerazi. And I'm Sam Allen. And we believe that untamed women are real and powerful. Our podcast is all about inspiring curious women like you to speak and live your truth and to express your femininity on your own terms. Tune in for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares. And today on the Untaming Femininity podcast, we have the Queen of Delight, our fellow Iguana eccentric sister extraordinaire, Sarah Keane. And we're so excited to have you here, Sarah. Oh, thanks, Sam. That's such a nice intro. Thank you. <laughs> Sarah. Hi, Megana. <laughs> Welcome. We're all giggling. <laughs> That's your impact, Sarah. We haven't even started the conversation and we're already smiling and bubbling. We know what's going to come. I think that's it, isn't it? We... <laughs> the energy is... Okay. <laughs> there is partly. Let's start there. Like, what does sparkles and delight mean to you, Sarah? Oh, what does it mean to me? Well, I think, well, as fellow eccentrics, we understand, well, maybe we didn't understand what it is to feel our particular brand of energy in a room. So when you come into a room, I don't know if you notice, like, what happens when certain people enter, either they come in with some heavy energy or they might come in with some light energy and I think ours is quite energetic so what I know about our particular types is that we like to delight others and we love to be delighted and it was our other eccentric sister that told that to me and it made so much sense that yes of course it's about that delight delight is joy it's happiness it's it's doing things that you love, it's enjoyment, and it doesn't always have to be up, up, up. It can just be delight in just being quiet as well. And I think that's a common misunderstanding that delight is all about, I call it jazz hands, but it doesn't always have to be that. It can, it can, there can be a calm delight as well. The delight in going for a walk in the woods and connecting with nature. And for me, it's the, the small moments of finding that the delight of being with someone and making them feel that they are in, in the presence of joy and delight or being delighted yourself. So how does that give you delight? What's coming as you say that, Sarah, is the giving and receiving part. We can mm. give it out and there's a, a great generosity in delight and you embody that so well. And there is a certain generosity in the receiving of it. It's an offering that you kind of receive into yourself. I love that exchange that you're speaking to there. Yes. Yes. Because it isn't always just one way. And it isn't always up to one person to lift moods and, you know, be the jazz hands. And Because it can be hugely exhausting. And especially at the moment, I'm hearing talk of this emotional fatigue around the pandemic and how we're all feeling at the moment with this. It's very heavy. And of course, we're feeling it. We all are in the collective. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. And we all feel it in different ways. So what is it, especially now, to feel a little bit of delight or warmth? What are those things that make us feel better, I suppose? 
I remember when we were in our leadership retreats mm -hmm. and the way your attention to details into creating that space, creating that delight for all of us. I remember one, I don't remember which retreat it was, but there were chocolates and there were butterflies with their name on, on, on the beds. It was such a warm welcome and your, your giving and your attention to details, it was so inspiring to create that space for everyone. Thank you. Well, I think it's important. And, and it doesn't take much to do that. But then, like you say, it's not everyone's cup of tea, which is interesting because I've just literally been delighted by being brought a cup of tea, which, you know, is one of my fa most favourite things in the world. But yeah, even in that, like somebody making you a cup of tea or you making someone else a cup of tea is the thoughtfulness, I think. Just a little thing. So I would encourage our listeners to think today about what is the one little thing that you might do for someone else just that is probably a nothingness to you but actually might mean just so much to them whether it's making a cup of tea or something else making the bed or <laughs> ironing something you know I really hate ironing and if I was to do some ironing I know that it would delight my husband maybe not today for me on that one. <laughs> anyway, cheers for the cup of tea <laughs> Saying indeed a cheers with my cup of decaf Earl Grey, okay. the very tea that you delight me with nearly every month, Sarah, sending it in the post, packaging it up, knowing that oh, I can't get that out in Switzerland. That's just one of the many ways that you create delight in this world. Oh, thank you. That was so lovely. So how are you creating delight in the festive period? You know me, I'm a little bar humbug. I love the advent. Yes. I, I struggle a bit with the kind of forced fun aspect. And I'm curious to know how you're making this advent special and delightful. Well, of course, as you would expect, my house is festooned with twinkle lights. I mean, you cannot move. I mean, we, we joke every evening that we're going to power down the mothership because literally it takes us about 20 minutes to switch every light off in the house. I don't even think we have a lamp or a, light, a big light on because we've got so many twinkle lights going off. That's been the start of it. And we've definitely went early this year, earlier than I've ever done before with the decorations. First of all, I want to create delight in the home. I want it to feel cozy and a bit, you know, I can't, I don't know how they pronounce it, but a bit hygge and, you know, candles. And I just want it to feel really nice in, in the home. And then, yeah, of course, then it'll be all of the food and the together time. We can't be together together here at this time because of our tiering system. So unfortunately we won't be with family, but we're going to set up collective call together and, open some presents and I think this year is really nice it's together time it's our first myself and my husband it's our first Christmas as a married couple so it's special in that way yeah it's special for us and we're together and then we have his children coming in which again is another delight and I love to see children and their delight at Christmas and I think probably inside I get I connect to my inner child on that as well because I'm so excited about presents and the giving and receiving again back to that theme Sam about it's not just about getting it's about giving too and I just love to get little surprises and treats and wrap them up nicely and make it as pleasant as possible given our current circumstances really. Wow and your delight shifts mood entirely. Thank you. And I'm also just wondering around what happens when there's no delight? Yeah well it happens doesn't it? Yeah it happens and 
you're right because it isn't possible to be upbeat and, and and delight all the time and I think that's probably something we learned during our leadership retreats actually and certainly it was a big light bulb for me is that actually there is and as I said at the beginning delight in the quiet actually and I think that was probably one of my deepest learnings through our leadership journey that actually coming back to myself delighting in the silence actually and the quiet could be just as nourishing and delightful as being all upbeat and jazz hands and what have you and it's a, a comfort in the quiet actually so I'm certainly finding myself becoming more contemplative and doing more meditation, doing more rituals for myself and enjoying those more and more because it's, I find it is a place of sourcing, actually, yeah. both the light and the shade in a way. Yeah, very much. I think it is that allowance and not taking it as our responsibility to change you know other where other people are or to change the the whole atmosphere in the room I do that I think as well I think what's important is if and when you're doing these things and this is something again I learned through the leadership well we all learn it's about the non-attachment so if I do something expecting somebody to thank me for it then what then I shouldn't be doing it that's not the way to do it I do it because I do it because I want to do it for joy and people will accept it in their way and it might not be immediate, but maybe a few, a few days time, they'll, they'll go, oh yes, that thing, that meant something to me and I didn't realize it at the time, but I'm not attached to the outcome on that. I do it because I, I love to do it. Exactly. Because I want someone else to thank me for it. It's your special language of love, Sarah. Yes, that it is. comes through to me. Mm. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I love the love languages. I think I oscillate between all of them all the time. <laughs> much to the dismay of my husband who can't quite fathom uh, how best to show his love <laughs> so if you had to like rate yourself like what would come out top right now in the love language list I think I'm words of affirmation so I'm always telling people I love them or or I leave like for you guys I leave voice messages I'm a talker as you can hear um, <laughs> so for me it is that why let people guess what it is that you're thinking <laughs> You know, tell them don't make assumptions that people do know it's really powerful and it is the running joke between my husband and I because I'll be saying all the time you know I love you I love you bless him and he he doesn't ask, oh, do you love me I mean well of course I do and it's kind of like <laughs> but he shows his love in a different way he is acts of service so he does the ironing for example and that to him is showing love and I love that about him and this is how that's how we work you know we are yin and yang <laughs> that's amazing because you know now you have the christmas edition delight and <laughs> you have all the full permission to express everything exactly exactly full permission for everything from everywhere <laughs> yeah. We're, we eccentrics are about right totally totally <laughs> <laughs> and you know we know that you're a transformational leadership coach mm -hmm. and i'd love to ask you how is this delight showing up for you in your work? I love this work, Sam. Thank you for asking that question. I love it. And I really feel like I am in my delight when I'm coaching. And when I come from that place of centered from myself and I hold myself 
naturally resourceful, creative and whole, and I can hold my clients in that way, then anything is possible. And we totally, I think what for me, the cornerstone that most speaks to me is dancing in this moment. So I go anywhere, really. I coach from whatever is here. So it could be a streak of light that comes in from the sunshine and that takes us off in one direction of, you know, how is the light shining? What, what light is shining on you in your life? To lying on the floor, looking up at the ceiling. What's available from there? And I just love to create the dynamic movement with a load of energy. And I think because, especially at the moment, we're so used to sitting looking at a screen here, it becomes very static. I think it's important to keep people moving, especially when they're stuck. So to get people moving out of that, for me, is where that happens. So I think some of my favorite coachings with clients are when it just literally goes in a completely, again, here we are, unpredictable direction. (laughs) None of us knew. And guess what? It always comes back to what is needed. I trust that process. I trust that it will happen for the client and I hold that space for them and even if it doesn't happen in the session because of the delayed impact I know that it will happen afterwards that they'll come to it they'll find their way and it's, that's the joy for me of this work. Wow what a gift to your clients you are Sarah. Thank you yeah I love it and and that's amazing what you're talking about the coaching and where you are because I know that that's very much linked to your life purpose. Right. Would you want to elaborate a little bit more on that? Yes. So you're absolutely right. And thank you for pointing that out. My life purpose is about that. And I am the delight that sparks joy is my life purpose and joy for helping people to gain personal clarity, to really connect to their truest sense of themselves, which then allows them to create the change that they want for themselves. So in order to do that, by being the delight with them and in co-creation in our coaching relationship, anything is possible. And I really hold that belief for for my clients. And especially even when, when people come to coaching, it's because they're stuck or because they don't know what direction they're going in, or they do know, but they just don't know how to get there. Hmm. They have a dream and You know, I recently certified and it was the end of a a 10 year dream of mine and one that I'd written down a long time ago. And in these last three years, the work towards it, going to doing my core curriculum, going on leadership, which was life changing for me. Amazing. And it was the, the best thing I think that I've ever done for myself in a long time. And and then certifying is just the end of a really beautiful journey for me. Well, the closing of an arc, not the end of a journey. It's actually the closing of an arc. And I'm really excited to open the next arc and see what that will bring. So that's a whole new load of delight coming for 2021. Watch this space. (laughs) Congratulations, first of all. That's amazing. That's really amazing. And I also wanted to acknowledge you because you are so much in that space yourself and you're embracing all your delight and all your sparkling of joy that you're able to to work with your clients and give that further to them. Yes, I do. I really feel at peace when I'm doing it. It gives me so much energy. 
you have given us so much energy today and just to kind of encapsulate that feeling of delight that you so embrace we would love to invite you sarah into our wildfire round are you game of course so here goes no explanations we're just gonna dive right in would you rather be smart or funny funny yes <laughs> It implies smart in, in right a cancer. Of course, you can be smart and funny. Exactly. <laughs> Got to be smart to be funny. So yeah. uh, <laughs> we thought, right? Yeah, totally. Would you rather be famous or fabulous? Oh, fabulous. <laughs> it's reminded me of AppFap for some reason. <laughs> I did think this game. <laughs> fabulous, darling. <laughs> Would you rather be a swan or an eagle? I actually think a swan, you know, I've got a thing with swans. Yeah. <laughs> you know your thing with swans. Yeah. Okay. You're doing very well in this wildfire round. I'm getting them all right. Fabulous. Stockings and suspenders or baking apron? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Both. <laughs> oh, I knew she'd say that. <laughs> Best of both worlds, eh? Sam, we should do like a bet every time we do these questions. <laughs> kind of oh, I'll answer. Yeah, <laughs> you know me so well. <laughs> for our final question, hmm? would you rather be Mrs. Santa or Mrs. Keen? Oh, Mrs. Keen every of time. Course. Of course. <laughs> it was just a test. I all the time. I still giggle when I hear the name because I still can't get used to it. <laughs> the bells are ringing. Our souls are singing. And we are super grateful and super energised to have you, our beloved Iguana sister, on our podcast. Thank you so much for all of the delight that you bring and speak to. Oh, it's been an absolute joy and a delight for me. And it's really lifted my mood thank you so much for allowing me the time and for inviting me onto the podcast as well and I'm loving this work it delights me on a Sunday to receive your podcast and to listen intently and I'm always eagerly waiting to see what the next subject matter is and I just love it thank you so much for bringing this to our world and giving us so much delight as well I appreciate so it this Sunday you will know Thank you, Sarah. Thank you very much. It was a delight. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Untaming Femininity podcast. Join our inspiring tribe of women on Facebook to experience a deeper connection with yourself and to feel the empowerment of female solidarity. Tune in next Sunday for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares.